Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hello, everyone. So wonderful to be here with you today. Have a wonderful call with Amy. That's a lot of fun. And we dive into some really fun intuitive topics for you. We talk about the importance of meditation and we also touch on following intuitive hits and how important that is for your spiritual and intuitive journey. The power of not knowing or not needing to know and trying to figure it out and how those really keep us stuck in our patterns and unable to connect in with our intuition. And then finally, uh, inviting you to the fun practice of choosing a word for the year as your guidepost, as your beacon to pull you forward and into what it is you want to create for the year. Before we jump into the call, I just wanted to take a moment to invite you to my new community that I have launched with a dear friend and colleague, Alyssa Kennedy. We have launched the Intuitive Revolution, and it's a community that's designed for heart-led women wanting to connect and grow their intuition and their visionary powers and just really get in touch with that internal knowing while in community with other women on the same path. And so I invite you to join us there in that community for lots of fun stuff. We just finished doing a New Year's awakening that was really fun and magical and lots of things moved and shifted for me, as well as all the wonderful ladies that joined us in that free container. And it was such a success that I am going to be offering another one on February 1st through February 6th. It's a soul awakening and we'll be touching on all things intuitive and magical and ways to create in your life and be more connected to that internal voice and internal wisdom that lives inside you. So I would love to see you there for lots of fun and magic. And also, I am looking for guests for the podcast. If you would love to receive a reading from me on the air for our show, I would love, love, love to support you and have you be part of this beautiful movement of sharing intuition with the world and helping people awaken to the magic that lives within them. So there is a link in the show notes, or you can visit my website and there's a place there to sign up for a reading. I look forward to being with you. And now let's get on to my call with Amy. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and in reflecting what I wanted to bring today, I was thinking about 
how I've made some changes in my career uh, recently, and I left something that I really felt wasn't for me. And I've been in the background taking these courses and kind of creating space um, or trying to create space to move into a direction that I think I want. But it seems like I'm putting the brakes on. And I don't know if that's because of me. Like, is there something inside me, self-confidence or like lack of self-confidence or self-worth or any of that? Or, or is it that it's just not the direction that I'm meant to go in or that I want to go in? So that's what I'm kind of battling with right now and questioning and observing and there's a lot coming up around that. So I thought if you could help me with that today, I would be so grateful. Yeah. As you were talking, the image you were showing me was an eagle. And I could see the eagle's wings trying to take flight. And I could also see angel wings. And as I feel into that, it's this idea of you being here for a bigger purpose than you're allowing yourself to embody. And I feel this, there's this beautiful, magical, angelic quality that surrounds you. Like you, you have a lot of angel protection, angel support, and the eagle is representative of uh, seeing things from a higher perspective, from taking in the big picture. It's also connected to uh, the soul, to everything that is. And so with these being the first images that you're showing me with this question where you're, I, it's, I get this sense like there's a separatedness within you from these two parts of yourself. What's, let me ask you this. What is your spiritual belief currently? Like, where do you land? Um, yeah, so I would consider myself spiritual, not necessarily religious, but um, I have strong belief that I can create my own reality. And the only thing that's holding me back is that I'm not clear on what that is that I want. Um, but yeah, I feel like, um, like there's a, a connectedness between all of us and all of nature. And really I can drive my own bus if I had a direction that I was going or a clear direction to where I was going. And that's where I struggle is the clarity of where do I want to go? What do I want to be? Who do I want to serve? Mm -hmm. How much time do you spend each day like in meditation or specifically doing practices that allow you to get in touch with the part of yourself that would know what you want? Um, lately I've been trying to carve out a lot of time just to be in more of a flow state. And I think that's where all these questions started bubbling up. Like, 
is this the direction I want to go in? Or is there something holding me back that I need to work on? Um, so I would say in the past, like just coming after the holiday break, um, I've been in a, like a, kind of in a contemplative cocoon <laughs> recently. Uh, but on a regular basis, I guess prior to that, I probably didn't carve out a lot of time for meditation or contemplation. Now that you have been giving this time for yourself and things are bubbling up, what is coming to the surface? Like, what are some of the things that are arising for you? One of the big things that has come up is um, I love to make things. Like in this um, time that I've been spending with my thoughts and as a way to kind of be in flow for me is I've been making these little hearts, just hand sewing them. And I have been in love with it. Like I must have made almost 70 little hearts. <laughs> and um, it's like, I go to sleep and I'm like so tired making these hearts. And then it's the first thing I want to do when I wake up is make these hearts. And I don't know, it's, it made me really think I really miss doing things with my hands. Like I, before everything else I've done, I, I was a massage therapist. And so that was really hands-on. And um, I feel like there's something creative that I want to do like with my hands. And so that's, I think that's where this questioning started to come is, am I on the right path? Like with um, the things I'm transitioning into, or is this something I just, that I can do for myself? Um, you know, I, I don't know if that, if that makes any sense at all. Well, when you say, is this something you can do for yourself? You mean specifically with the hearts and the the crafting sort of, or like the hands or ex give me a little more detail with that. Yeah, exactly. So if I go in the direction of um, where I was kind of going with like counseling and coaching and, and things like that, is, could this just be an outlet for me to come to, um, to let go of maybe some of the work that I'm doing? or like my self-care or my outlet kind of thing? Or is it something that I wanna do or explore in a different way? So <laughs> there's a lot of questions that are coming up for me. Yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. Uh, you know, it's the end of one year, the starting of another. And with that, there, there is this energy of renewal and new newness that, you're tapping into and so things are coming up for you and there's there's and it's okay that there's a lot because that makes there's more possibilities for you right like the more there is the more choices and so would you love for it to be something bigger than just what you do for yourself part of me yeah is is um saying yes to that like I I always dreamed of having a little studio where I could just sit quietly and do my 
making whatever it is I honestly am I kind of am a dabbler when it comes to crafts and art and things like that so I don't have this one thing that I do but I always had this vision um, of me whether it's making like just herbs you know playing with herbs and nature or making something or crafting something I always had this like um, vision of myself sitting in this uh, a little studio and I don't know what I'm doing in there though that's the thing and I but I just love the quietness of it and being alone and uh, that's I don't know is it something is it is that just a signal that I just need more time for myself to reflect or is it you know because there's a huge part of me that could withdraw too so am I withdrawing and being alone and not being around people I'm not sure <laughs> so there's so many questions yeah well when you talked about making the little hearts and how you're so tired when you go to bed at night and yet it's the first thing you think about when you wake up in the morning that to me doesn't sound like you're withdrawing or wanting to be alone that sounds like you are lit up by your creating yeah that's what it feels like too like a, and it's like something that I can create and I have you know a finished product at the end I was thinking about this today like it's not like a painting that I start and, and never finish it's like oh I have 70 little hearts that I made and they just bring me so much joy I don't know why but they do <laughs> <laughs> they, they feel very joyful I'm I have a big smile on my face right now I'm like oh the little hearts I wish I could see them <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Okay. <laughs> what do you think is the number one thing that happens when you think about that studio and creating with your hands and making these hearts and these little being with the herbs and making things like you have this very, um, very tangible dream. Like I can see it, right? Because you paint this beautiful picture of it. So what happens for you that says, oh, I can't do that? Mm, I guess it's like mostly, what, what am I doing in there? Like, am I sewing hearts all day? <laughs> or um, just not knowing what would that look like? It's interesting. I, I got this hit when I was taking this course and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to plant lavender seeds. So I, <laughs> I have this intention of planting lavender in every garden box I have this summer. And I was like, oh, is that what I'm supposed to make? Like I just, yeah, I keep on getting these little seeds of inspiration, I guess. And I don't know where they're taking me, I guess. Mm. So this is kind of what's coming through is this idea, right, of you have this vision and you're not exactly sure what you're going to be doing in there. And that's what is stopping you from walking along the path. And that's a very common thing that happens that we can't see the whole dream clearly with all the things in it. And so we don't know, we don't start. And you are being given these little breadcrumbs almost, right? Like an intuition, ooh, plant the lavender, ooh, make the hearts. 
oh, you know, carve out time that's for you to do this. And that's how magical creating works is that we have the dream. We know what, what you don't know entirely what that looks like, yet you create sort of inward with the vision of the idea and then you surrender and then you create out, which is following the breadcrumbs. And you don't need to know what the final destination is in order to get there. It feels like you are being given these little signs and you are acting on them. And the part that's keeping you stuck is needing to know what it looks like at the end. Yes. And so, yeah. <laughs> so the invitation <laughs> is, well, what if you don't need to know what the end is? It's probably going to be way bigger and better and more amazing than you could ever dream up today. So what if you didn't need to know? Yeah. You know that like I was feeling so much in the top of my chest thinking about it all. And as soon as you said that, it all just softened. So yes, I like that that I'm just enjoying making the hearts right now. And it doesn't have to be anything in this moment. And one step further, right? Like, okay, because um, you do want to connect into that dream. Like you, you have this idea, this possible dream that you could do this as your source of income, your source of joy, your source of creativity. Like it can be all these things for you. And so don't limit it, like allow it to be part of the big picture and the path to the dream. Hold it in a space where I am doing this because it lights up my heart. I'm loving it. I can't get enough of it. And hold the vision that you will make money at this, that this can be a viable career path or dream path for you. And allow the magic of creating to make that happen for you. Mm. That feels really good thinking about it that way. I, um, I am so stuck in the, oh, what is it going to be at the end or the how or, and I think that's why these little hearts bring me so much joy is because I'm finished one in, you know, five, 10 minutes and I can see the end result where I don't see the end result right now. And I think that's, you're exactly right. It keeps me from starting anything. And that's the surrender piece, right? Surrender to what it could possibly be. Like anything is possible. Mm. And just because you don't know what that is, doesn't mean it's amazing and wonderful and everything you've ever dreamed of once you are in it. Right? I don't even want to say the word arrive because it's not even really, we never arrive. When we arrive, to me, that's like, okay, we're dead. We arrived at the end of our life. The rest of it is just a meandering. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so what could you say to that part of you that needs to know what it looks like? Oh, like just enjoy the process. And I think that's the the hardest thing for me is, oh, if this isn't working or I can't see the end, then I better redirect, even if it's something that brings me joy. So just stay the course. I think I just need to 
follow what is bringing me joy right now and don't divert if it is still bringing me joy. How does that feel? Yeah, it feels really good. It feels like it takes a lot of pressure off if I'm just following these little hits or the things that bring me joy right now. And, you know, my word for this year is observe, like observing more about how things are making me feel. Yeah. And just what, what is making me feel excited and joyful. I like, I just feel like I can take a deep breath now. (laughs) (laughs) And that is really what it's about, right? It's finding the joy finding the thing that brings you happiness and fulfillment. And it, it doesn't really matter what the end is. It's about how we feel in it. Like, are we feeling in our life the way we want to feel? And it yeah. sounds like those making those hearts really does make you feel <laughs> really good. <laughs> it does. I don't know why, but it does. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe this is just um, a good, like, little, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, indicator or, you know, way to measure how other things are making me feel. Because if this little heart can give me that much joy, I can kind of measure like, am I feeling that way with this? Is it making me feel like when I make my hearts, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And I love that. And it's like, you know, there's so many things in our lives that we tend to do that we do out of obligation or thinking we should do them, or we'll be a better person if we do this. And we end up having all these sort of energy leaks of putting energy into things that really we don't want to do. And if you can use that sort of gauge or that barometer that you've created of, oh my gosh, I feel this good when I'm doing the hearts. How can I apply that to the rest of my life? Use it to say, what are the things that I am spending time and energy doing that I just don't want to do anymore? And as you let those things go, you're going to free up a lot more time for those spiritual breadcrumbs and synchronicities to be shown to you where you're whatever you're doing inside that little cabin or you know your little studio actually can happen because you have all this extra energy to put into creating what you would really love instead of just doing things that you think you should do mm. yeah that's so true it feels yeah that's exactly how it feels too like making these little hearts has taken me away from you know my phone for hours on end and things like that, you know, like it's, I feel like you're bang on with that. Like, and it's already happening with just this one little thing I've put into my life instead. Yeah. This beautiful gift of these little hearts to help you see endless possibilities for yourself. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. (laughs) (laughs) Was there anything else that I can support you with? No, you know, like I just, this conversation has opened my eyes to so many other things and I am just super grateful. And 
this is super timely. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Amy, for this really fun and lively call today. I just love those hearts. And so the first topic that this conversation brings up that I would like to talk about is meditation and how important it is to have some sort of meditation or stillness practice or even a movement practice. Something though that really allows you to get inside yourself and in touch with who you really are underneath all the chatter. Some people possibly think meditation is just about clearing your mind and not thinking. Where for me, meditation is more about how do I have a relationship with myself, with my thoughts, with my internal being, with my spiritual self, with God, spirit, the divine, whichever word works for you. So it's about a clearing away of the clutter and the chatter that tends to just run on autopilot all throughout the day, every day, day after day, just saying the same thing over and over again in our head. And we've become so adept at it that we've actually habituated a lot of it out so we don't even notice that we're thinking these same thoughts and we're caught in these loops and we're caught in these patterns of this sort of unconscious way of being with ourselves and the world around us. And so for me, meditation is a way that we get underneath all that. We really get to sit back and witness what it is that the mind is just running on and on and on about and then asking ourselves what are we going to do with that and how are we going to relate to it and so I love a combination of sometimes just stillness practice following the breath in and out and other times I enjoy really active meditations where I'm actually focusing on opening my intuitive awareness, where I'm tracking energy inside my body, outside my body. Sometimes, you know, I search for my kids and track their energy in meditation. Sometimes I do a body scan Sometimes I'm listening to a guided meditation. Sometimes I just love to listen to some sort of spiritual music that moves me. Anything that takes me out of the mind and the looping and into the body where I really live, the part of me that is truly who I am. And that way I can witness and detach from the mind and the way it tries to take me down with its spiraling and its thought its thoughts patterns. So I ask all my clients to engage in a meditation practice. I feel it is so important and I know in my own journey it is the thing that really did give me a deep dive into being connected with my intuition and my guides and the whole unseen world and realm that exists out there, it, it really did come to me through committing every day to being just with me and my thoughts. And so I invite you to find something that works for you. And even if you just start with a minute a day, just that small amount and build on that as you start to feel more confident, more comfortable, it starts to be a little less hard. And also 
know that whatever is supposed to happen in meditation will happen. So if that looks like you falling asleep, then that's what's going to happen. And all that means is that you were tired and you really needed some extra sleep and your body gave it to you. There's nothing wrong. There's no right or wrong way to meditate. I actually enjoy lying down a lot for meditation. I feel it really relaxes my body and allows me to inhabit it rather than trying to sit up straight and my back might be hurting and my shoulder and I'm fidgeting and I'm uncomfortable and that's what I'm focusing on. (laughs) So if I allow myself to relax and lay down, it opens my expansive spiritual awareness at a deeper level. One of the things Amy mentioned in the call was getting an intuitive hit. And we get those all the time. We just have learned not to pay attention to them. We have learned not to trust them, not to take action on them. And yet time and time again, after the fact, someone says, oh, I knew I should have done that. Or, oh, that's what my gut was telling me to do. Or, I really knew I was supposed to do that. I felt it. And we don't listen. We do the other thing. We do the thing that we feel is safe or the thing we should do. Or we just think to ourselves, it can't possibly be that. So those intuitive hits are real things. And what I have found is that because we have practiced not listening to them, we get into a brain pattern of not listening to them and not following through on them and that sort of spirals in the direction of us not trusting our intuition, not being able to understand when our intuition is talking to us, not being able to discern between our intuition and fear. However, when we start to listen to them, the spiral turns the other way. And the more that we actually act on those intuitive hits and follow through on them, the stronger our intuition becomes and the more hits we notice and the more hits we follow. And we strengthen our intuition by following through on it, by learning to trust it, by taking a risk and saying, I'm going to do it anyway, even though everything in the outside world is saying I should make this decision. I really feel for some reason I can't explain that I should make this other decision. And so I'm going to choose that. And the moment you start to do that, you start moving that momentum in the direction of strengthening that intuitive muscle, that part of you that you were born with, that every single one of us is born with. We all have intuitive gifts and we all have the ability to listen to our internal guidance. It's just like anything. It's a muscle. And the more we work with it, the more we strengthen it, then the more it's available to us. So follow those hits. We sort of talked about them like spiritual breadcrumbs. They are going to lead you in the direction of the things that you want in life. They're going to give you that relationship with yourself and your inner authority that you are longing for. So really pay attention and start acting on the intuitive information that you are already receiving. A theme for this call was also about not knowing, about having a journey or being on a journey without knowing the final destination or even knowing all the parts of the journey. And what tends to happen is we fall into this trap of needing to know, needing to figure things out and needing to know what's happening next. 
And one of the most beautiful ways that I have learned to work with spirit is with a simple prayer. Show me, show me, please, what's my next step? When we ask for the whole map, we can get really overwhelmed. It can become very scary and too big and we end up not trying. Yet with that simple, show me my next step, all we need to know is the very next action that we need to take in the direction that our heart is pulling us towards. And so it's more about those incremental small steps that all of a sudden we look behind us and we think, oh my goodness, look how far along the journey I came without even realizing. And yet it's that that part of us that needs to know, that wants to have certainty, that wants a plan, that wants it written out in black and white exactly every little step I'm going to take, that is what gets us stuck. That's what gets in the way of us being able to hear our guidance, see our guidance, and be connected with the spirit world. It's the mind, right? It, it steps in and it says, no, I need to know every detail. And all of a sudden, we're in our mind and we're not in our heart and our body any longer. And, you know, I always talk about the mind as a beautiful tool. I, I love the mind. And at the same time, if, as with anything, when it becomes out of balance, it's no longer a tool. It's more of a hindrance. And it's getting in our way and it's keeping us stuck and small and not moving forward. We're in our fear. We're ruminating in our mind. And it really disconnects us from being able to hear that internal wisdom of the heart. So follow the breadcrumbs, take action on the hits, and don't worry about knowing the big picture. All you need to know is the one next step that is put in front of you. And the more open you become, the more easily you notice those signs in the next step. And finally, the one thing I wanted to invite you to do, Amy mentioned having a word of the year, and I also have had a word of the year for the last few years, and I really love this practice. In the year 2020, prior to knowing what type of year it was, I picked the word surrender, and it served me so well in the coming months. And then for 2021, my word was expansion. And everything I did that year was about how can I expand more into who I am, into my soul, into my work in the world, into who I am as a person at a soul level. And I really expanded beyond anything I could have imagined. And so for this year, my word is go big in everything. And so I offer this practice to you if you haven't already chosen a word for the year. Think into what it is you want to create this year. Where do you want to be at the end of 2022? And find a word that will really support you on your journey that when you come to sticking places or places where you need to make a decision that you can reconnect back in with your word and use it as a guide light to um, something to remind you of your progress and your process that you want to embody and move through this year. So have fun. And as always, thank you so much for being here. I love this podcast and I love working in the world of intuition and magic with you. Aho! 
Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assist me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com, where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.